Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? How y'all doing? Welcome back to the Y'all Just Be podcast where you can just be. Um, how is everybody this week? Uh, how is everybody? How you doing? Take a deep breath and ask yourself, how do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel this week? How's your heart feeling? Where is your mind? Where is all your energy at right now? So today, um, of course, my tea is steeping. I couldn't wait. So I'm going to let it steep for a little while so the flavor can get in there. But um, the tea I'm sipping on or will be sipping on in a minute today is uh, Damiana. I think it's pronounced Damiana. Damiana? I think it's Damiana. Uh, It's Damiana tea. It sounds like Tatiana. But anyway, um, (laughs) It's uh, it's an herbal tea. Um, it is good for like digestion. It's good to lift your mood. Um, it's good. It's actually good. Um, one of the properties is that it's good for like sexual desire as well. So, um, you know, if y'all having those problems, you know, Damiana is good for that. I'm not sipping it for that. I'm sipping it to kind of lift my mood up um, because it's good for that. Because Lord knows I don't need nothing else raising these desires over here. But anyway. <laughs> So today, um, the podcast is going to be about uh, my dark night of the soul experience. Um, my dark night of the soul experience. Ooh, so, um, you know, I like to I want to talk about some of the heavier top- topics on um, awakening and um, going through your spiritual process, because, you know, everybody gets, you know, the good topics, you know, talks about the good topics and all the good stuff that you get out of it and all the um the happy things and you know you start tapping into your your abilities and your talents and your life starts to change and things like that but there are also um periods where um in your spiritual journey where it gets a little rough and it gets a little confusion confusing um especially we don't have people around that are um you know on the same journey or the same path as you because when i was initially going through my journey i didn't really have a lot of people that were as serious as I was about my spiritual journey and like was hitting it as hardcore as I was. So I was going through a lot of things before a lot of my the people that I know were going through or um, <clears throat> I've experienced some things that um, even my teachers didn't experience when they were going through it. Um, and one of those things was the dark night of the soul. And I want to kind of like talk about my experience with that because it was it was a really rough and confusing period. Um, so, first of all, um, I want to read a couple of definitions that I found when I was going through it that kind of explain what I was going through. Um, even though I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> so, first of all, um, I found this definition by Michael Myrdad, Murdad. Um but it says the dark night of the soul is a purging process that causes us to release all that is unhealed or unnecessary, releasing all that is in our way of our highest good. And then I also found this um, this saying that someone said, you feel totally alone. You don't know many, if any, people that have gone through this. You don't feel like being bothered with loved ones and friends that don't understand because they either think you are crazy 
and need help or their own fears arise about it and make matters even worse. You barely have any energy or interest anymore. Yeah, that part. So I'm going to back up a little bit and um, just kind of talk about how I got there. So when I first started my um, my healing journey, as I talked about in my intro into spirituality, um, I it kind of came in a in a space where I was looking to change my life, looking to um, get a little bit more and go deeper inside of myself and learn more about myself. So when things started going and started moving and I started working with my initial uh, teacher, um, I really was going hardcore. Like I, I was just so excited. Like, I, you know, I was starting to see life in a different way. I was starting to um, change my perspective and really expand and open my mind a lot more. And I just feel like that was something that I was looking for for such a long time. And when it finally came, like I just I just jumped in, you know. Um, so I, I, it was just nonstop. Like I became obsessed with like my healing and my, um, spiritual awakening process. And it went like that for, I would say a couple of years, um, maybe two or three years, you know, things were smooth. You know, I was going through the process of like tapping in, learning so much about like my own personal powers and, about magic and about um, spirituality in general and just, you know, just going through the motions of my learning and growing process. And it was just so exciting and so much fun. And like everything was just going, it seemed like my life was just aligning up. Like everything was just going perfect. I was making more money than I ever made. Um, you know, I was traveling, you know, I was meeting new people that were also on their journey. Like it was just really lit. It was just lit. It was fun. Um, you know, to say the least, like I was really enjoying my life. And then, you know, things kind of, um, evened out a little bit and, uh, you know, things were still good or whatever. And, um, I came on this period where I just got really, it almost felt like I was depressed, but it was different. And one thing that I know about, like when I get depressed is because there are some things in my life that I'm missing or, um, you know, something that I can't figure out. And, you know, life just isn't going the way I want it to go. And I'm thinking about it in a pessimistic way. Um, and I just kind of sit in that for too long and then I get depressed. So I kind of know that feeling. I know what that feels like. I know what's going on. I kind of know how to pull myself out of it. But um, this particular time, it felt different. You know, it was almost like the vibe of a depression, but it wasn't a depression. Um, because at the time, like, you know, I, I was working a job where, you know, I was traveling. I didn't, um, I didn't have any rent because, because I was... Um, I was I had a roommate or a couple of roommates at the time just because I was never home like I only came home on the weekends other than that I was on a plane in a different city a different state um working and you know the work wasn't bad um I was traveling which if you know me you know I love to travel so like things were good there and you know I was barely paying any rent because I had like two or three roommates and I like I had all this money saved so it's like you know, normally when I get depressed, it's because I don't have enough money or, you know, I'm stuck in the house or um, I'm in a bad relationship or, you know, just, it's, it's, it was always something that I can pin what my depression was on. 
and at that time I couldn't pin it on anything like I didn't have any money issues I wasn't in a relationship I was traveling to all these different cities like pretty much like a free bird just going wherever I want I had money I could do whatever I want but I just really felt empty inside like I didn't want to do anything like I would go I would go to work I would come like right straight back to my hotel I wouldn't leave I would order food I didn't want to like go out and be out in the public I didn't want to talk to my family you know I didn't want to be bothered with people I was just really like I became like a recluse almost just because I didn't have the energy to like do anything I just didn't want to and I knew that something was wrong because that's not my personality like I I would consider myself like you know very much so an, an extrovert like I like I like hanging around people I'm a people person I like you know going on adventures and especially the fact that I was like traveling in, in different states and different cities and like in a different city every week uh, like that's like the perfect opportunity for me to like get outside and go do stuff and like meet people like that's that's the type of person that I am and during that time like I felt like doing none of that like I didn't want to do anything I just wanted to like stay in the hotel or stay in my in my room even in my apartment at the time like I had some really cool roommates and when I came home like I just stayed in my room you know they always tried to like catch me and talk to me and like I, I just gave them like nothing like hi how you doing okay bye like I didn't want to deal with anybody and it wasn't like I was purposefully doing that that's just that's just how I felt and so, like, you know, it was, you know, I just thought that I was having a moment at first. I was just like, you know, you and one of your moves, Justin. So, you know, get it together. And, um, you know, it just kind of prolonged for, like, months. And I'm just like, okay, something's going on here. Like, there's something weird going on with me. And, um, again, like, I couldn't pinpoint it to anything because, you know, everything in life was kind of good. So, I didn't really understand what was going on. So, I started doing all this research. Um, I, I was looking up depression. I was just looking up everything. And I couldn't find anything. So I started looking up, you know, symptoms of spiritual awakening. And, um, you know, I did research there. And, you know, there were different little things that say, you know, this is a symptom of it. This is a symptom of whatever, whatever. And then I remember coming across, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Um, Victor Odo. And he was talking about the um, the dark night of the soul. And I was just like, hmm, what is this? And I watched a few of his videos and he was like explaining his process of how he went through the dark night of the soul. And like he all of his symptoms were the same symptoms I was having, you know, like just don't want to be bothered with life. Just kind of feeling down and out and not like yourself and like all these different things. And then um I also uh, found, what's the other guy's name? Um, Trevor, gosh, what is his name? Hold on. Trevor Isley, I think his name. Yeah. I, Islesley? Islesley. Trevor Islesley, I-L-E-S-L-E-Y. He's somebody else that I, um, I found about, because he talks a lot about the dark night of the soul. And... Um, a lot of the stuff that he was saying was the same like kind of symptoms that I was going through. Um, 
Okay, y'all, give me a second. Let me get my tea really quick. Y'all process that a little bit. You know, this might as well be alive. I ain't gonna edit shit. So, y'all give me one second. Let me get my tea and then we're gonna continue this shit. Okay, y'all, I'm back. I, I wasn't going to take that long. I got my Tatiana tea. I mean, my Damiana tea. <laughs> mm. Mm, good. Anyway, Trevor Isley, he's another one that talks about the dark night of the soul. He has a lot of information, a lot of videos on it. And um, I just... I just didn't know what the fuck was going on. But when I found them, when I found Trevor and um, and the other guy, damn, I can't, I don't know why I can't think of their names. And Victor, Trevor and Victor, those are the two uh, people that I kind of aligned with at the time when I was going through my dark night. And they was explaining it and it started kind of like made sense. And essentially what I figured out what was happening with me is that I had did all this like mental and emotional and spiritual work like hardcore um, within myself. And during that time, while I was, you know, those two or three years I was going through my spiritual awakening, like I was just I was going like I was on the go. You know, it was like I was doing a lot of traveling um, just because I was exploring myself a lot more. I was doing a lot of traveling, a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, shit. <coughs> okay, Damiana, wait a minute. Hold on, y'all. Give me a second. Shit. Damiana's trying to take me out. I'm doing a podcast. Like, calm down. You know, let me do this. Let me work through this. Anyway. <laughs> no, so, yeah, I, um, you know, I was just always on the go. Always on the go. If I wasn't working, if I wasn't traveling, I was studying, I was taking classes, you know, I was doing rituals, I was, you know, t um, uh, learning something new. I was always on the go with my spiritual awakening. <clears throat> and, you know, it was kind of like that for like two or three years. And I realized that I never really gave myself a, time, a second to process what was going on. Because it was just like I was going and it just kind of reminded me of climbing a mountain. You know, at some point you got to take a rest. You know, you got to let your body recover. You got to um, <clears throat> you got to eat. You know, you got to recharge before you continue to climb up. And using that metaphor, climbing the mountain, you know, in the beginning of my spiritual awakening, I wasn't taking no breaks. I was just climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. And to the point where I feel like my spirit slowed me down so I could actually process everything was going on that was going on. And <clears throat> during that period, it was almost like my spirit was calling the I needed my own attention. 
I needed a second to just like process everything that was going on to remind myself of look at everything that I had to let go of and kind of like almost like go inside of myself and organize. I don't know if y'all remember the episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> this is for my SpongeBob fans. I don't know if y'all remember the episode of SpongeBob when he had to um, he had to turn into uh, like this upscale waiter for Squidward. Um, and when he was trying to and, and Squidward was like, "Get everything out of your mind except for fine dining and breathing." And then he just like paused, and then like in his mind, like all of the little SpongeBob's in his mind was like organizing everything so that that's all he learned, <coughs> or that that's all he knew. Excuse me. And uh, that's what was I feel like that's what was happening in my head, like everything in my head was being reorganized, and I wasn't giving myself a second to reorganize everything. And because of that, I got put on pause. You know, I had just enough energy to get up and go to work, make my little money, and go back into my little shell, you know? And it was like that for like, I'm not going to lie, it was like that for like eight or nine months. Like, it was it was rough. It was rough. Because I'm just not the type of person that, you know, is a recluse and that kind of goes... You know, and hold depressed mode for long periods of time. You know, I have my moments where I get down and out or whatever. And it normally lasts like a couple of days and I step myself out of it. But this dark night of the soul, like that shit lasts for months. And I've read where people, you know, have were going through it for like years. But that's not always everybody's experience. But from what I learned um, from that experience is that I started to learn to take breaks. You know, it's just like with anything, when you go through a, <clears throat> a huge change or like a traumatic experience, you have to give yourself a second to like process what happened. And your mind needs a second to like reorganize itself to adjust to the new person that you're becoming, because in essence, that's what's happening. You're becoming a new person. And I remember at the time, like, seeing these phoenixes everywhere and, like, being uh, attracted to the whole phoenix um, mythology of, you know, where the phoenix gets burned in the fire and then it, like, rehashes and, like, re is a rebirth out of the ashes. And then it's a new person. It's a, it's a new bird. And uh, in essence, that's what I was going through. Like I was I was dying of my old self and I was um, renewing myself as a new person. And that's what happened. I mean, because I, I, I essentially turned into a new person. So what I ended up doing um, and I'm not saying that everybody has to do this. This is just my extreme way of doing things. Um, <clears throat> I ended up like just, you know, quitting my job because I just I couldn't keep going that direction. I ended up quitting my job, um, like moving overseas for a couple of months. And then like I went to Bali uh, for like a month and a half. And that kind of pulled me together because I didn't I wasn't like focused. I didn't my energy wasn't pulled in work or, you know, dealing with life in general. You know, I just kind of like put myself overseas and, and especially Bali. Bali was so healing to me. Shout out to Bali, like, <laughs> highly recommended. 10 out of 10 recommend Bali. 
And, it, you know, it was just putting myself in a space of peace where I could just relax and just process everything that was happening, everything that was going on. Um, <clears throat> because I just, I mean, at some point, I just became really bitchy. You know, like my friends and even like even at the time, my spiritual teacher, like, you know, they were, you know, hey, what's going on? Are you OK? Like, you know, they wanted to reach out like you're not being yourself. And I'm just like, leave me the fuck alone. That's kind of my attitude. Like, just leave me alone. Like, don't you understand? I don't want to be bothered. Like, leave me alone. Like I became I start getting like that. And throughout that whole process, I learned that I have to take. I have to take, you know, moments. I have to take beats. Um, and <clears throat> if I don't, essentially my spirit, my whole attitude will change. Like I will start backing people off of me. I will start, you know, closing people out because I need my own energy and my own space in order to um, regroup and recover from everything that I that I had going on. <clears throat> And in some of the videos where they were talking about the dark night of the soul, they were just saying how it's, in essence, um, a traumatic experience almost. It's almost like if you go through, you know, someone dying close to you or you go into a car accident or like, you know, just something like crazy happens, like your house burns down and like you have to like really change your life. You're going, it's like the same energy, but on a spiritual level and then on an energetic level. Like you made all these changes and like you you really changed your mindset. And now with this new mindset, your body starts to change. Your attitude starts to change. Um, <clears throat> and that's what happened to me. Like people even start saying that like you, you look different, like you look different. You know, my my body, you know, my, even my body started to change. You know, I could I could notice that my weight starts to started to like fluctuate a little bit and like the the like form of my body started to change a little bit. It was really weird. But it's because internally I was changing myself. Like <clears throat> whenever you change your, your mindset, like you change the cells inside of your body. And then the cells in essence starts to create a new self, you know? So with those three months away, um, it it gave me a chance to like pull myself together. When I came back to the states from that period, I was a way way better person because I was different for sure. But I gave myself that moment, that time to <clears throat> pull myself together into the new self that I am. You know, it there was a grieving process. You know that. I, through that period, I let go of so many friends that I thought were my friends, you know, and my spirit was just telling me, like, this isn't your friend. This isn't your friend. Like, think, think to this, 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 and this. That's not your friend. You know, I had to rearrange my my relationship with my family members. You know, I had to have some really, really hard conversations with my family members and letting them know, like, look. We need to work through some things that I, you know, before was afraid to work through. And there was a big shift inside of me. You know, but I had to give myself the time and the space to work through that. It doesn't just happen overnight. 
you know. And for me, the extreme person that I can be at times, I never gave myself that space or time because I just wanted to keep climbing the mountain. I just wanted to keep going up, keep moving, keep growing. You know, and this <clears throat> that was a big lesson that I learned. Um, and after that, every year I would make sure to take a break, you know, almost like a vacation from life, not just from work, but from just life in general. You know, I would do things like uh, go to meditation retreats. I went to um, I remember going to a, uh, the year after um, I remember going to a Vipassana. Um, retreat where you know for there are different you know levels of it you know but I think the like you can do a three-day one you can do a seven-day one you can do a 20-day one or is it no a 10-day one I'm sorry you can do a three one a 10-day one um, I think it's 20 and then you can do like a 40-day one like there are levels of it of how long you want to do it but in those uh, retreats you know you kind of go in a in a, in a space in the woods or you know in a retreat kind of area and you turn in your phone as soon as you get there so you have to like <clears throat> set everything up for people to know that you're not going to be available because you're turning your phone you don't you're not able to get it again until you leave the retreat and for because me i did it for 10 days for 10 days straight it was just meditating all day long we ate breakfast uh, we stopped eating after like i think 12 o'clock if i can remember and then um, we ate our breakfast, like, you know, I think it was 7 in the morning. We had, had our lunch around 11, 11.30. And then um, we wouldn't eat for the rest of the day. We would fast for the rest of the day and just, like, meditate all day long. I mean, it was, like, between 8 and 10 hours we were meditating. And we couldn't talk to each other. We couldn't look at each other. Um, it was just really a space to be with you, you know. You and everything that you had going through. So, um, you know, I would do things like that. You know, I would take trips out of the country by myself. You know, those were a lot of times where I would process a lot of the things that I was that I had going on. Um, and I think that that's like so important nowadays because it's so much going on, like on a on a global level and also on a personal level. And I'm so grateful that I was starting to incorporate those things i'm so grateful for the dark night of the soul and how it taught me to like take time out with yourself because when the pandemic came around i was prepared you know and i was prepared for those around me you know because it affected my family differently it affected my friends differently um but i had already been going through that like i was going through my own pandemic way before the pandemic came in 2020 and it was because of the dark night of the soul the dark night of the soul told me like you gotta fucking take a break and you gotta process some things i mean i, I think on a global level people were forced to take a break and it forced them to process a lot of things and like realign a lot of the things that they had um in their mindsets that's what the dark night of the soul did to me it put me in my own personal pandemic I had no choice but to take a break because I couldn't, I just felt like I could function, but I, I was just miserable, you know, and I'm not going to stay in something that is making me miserable. And it was like, it was nothing that I could, it's nothing that I was in. It was in me. 
So the only thing I knew to do at the time, after all that research and shit, was to just take a break, figure it out. So I wanted to do this podcast because when I was going through my dark night of the soul, I didn't I didn't have anybody. I didn't know nothing about no dark night of the soul. I didn't I've never heard of it. Um, you know, even, you know, my teacher at the time, she didn't even know what the fuck was going on with me. You know, like nobody, nobody knew. Nobody knew nobody could help me. It was just something else between me and me. And when it gets to that point, it's just like, it ain't nothing you can do. I tried everything. I was drinking to try to get it, you know, try to figure it out or try to get away from it. I was drinking. I was smoking. You know, I was, you know, trying to buy clothes and shit to make me feel better. Like nothing was working. I was trying all these like self medication techniques you know i was even working out like i started like working out hardcore to try to do something to like you know get my vibration up nothing was working nothing was working but it was just my spirit telling me like look you need to process everything that's going on you need to take a break you need to take like a a a big meditation period for yourself And so I'm here to to tell everyone that's on their spiritual journey or has started their spiritual journey or could be in their spiritual journey and going through this period of the dark night of the soul or going through a period where they just feel weird. Take a break. Take a break. I'm not saying you got to be as extreme as I did and (laughs) move into another country, but that's my that was my way of getting time to myself away from everything, you know. Sometimes you got to, like, as they say, you got to unplug from the matrix. Whatever that means to you. You know, if you're, if you're, if you got a family, if you got children, you know, or if you got a big responsibility at a job, like, take a vacation. You know, set it up, get your kids with, with their grandparents or get your kids with your spouse or whatever and just be like, look, I need a break to myself. I just need a couple of days or I need a week or whatever just for me. And that's why I think this um, pandemic thing was such a big lesson for everybody is that you got to take a break. So many people, not to make this a pandemic podcast, but it ties into the dark night of the soul for me because so many people figured out that, hey, I don't want to work this job anymore. I don't want to be in a you know how many people relationships I saw just like fail during the pandemic? How many people quit their jobs? How many people started a business? It's because they had time to think for themselves. They weren't so caught up and tied up in the everyday life. And even me, I had got caught up and tied up into my spiritual journey to the point where it it was distracting me from myself. You can do all the research you want, but at some point you have to process it and let it settle into your being. 
And I never gave myself a chance to do that because I just wanted more and more and more and more and more. So getting back to the dark night of the soul. Um, it's a period. It's a period in your life. I've seen or I've researched and I've studied where some people never go through it. Some people don't have to. And some people go through it for a long ass time. It just depends on you and your spirit. And I will say that, you know, I couldn't, I don't know if I could have avoided my dark night of the soul just because it was just my journey. Um, but I could have been a lot more. I could have given myself the space and the time for myself. I also will say this, that when I got out of the dark night of the soul, when I got through that whole period, I was way more comfortable with being with myself. Because I had grew up in a space where you don't, nobody really takes time with themselves. I had seen that in my family. Nobody took the time to like process their emotions or anything like that. They just like keep going. Like I was, I grew up in a space where they were just like, you know, you don't, you don't fall apart. You pick yourself up and you keep moving. You stay strong. I was brought up in that space with my family and they they were they were strong people like you never my family you know I never really seen them cry I never really seen them break down I never really saw them um you know fall apart because you're supposed to be quote unquote strong and I think that's something in the black community that's really prevalent is you stay strong you stay strong you don't let nobody see you um sweat don't let nobody see you sweat that's some toxic behavior that may have worked, you know, back in the day, but that shit don't work anymore. You're trying to be strong, 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 strong. Your ass going to fall apart. And that's what happened to me. I was just trying to be strong, 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 strong. I had little feelings. You know, I had little flags that came up. It was just like, hey, take a break. I ain't listen to that shit. Because I was just so used to that environment of you stay strong, you keep moving, you keep working, you keep going, you don't quit. And it's not that you're quitting, but you're taking a break. That's self-love. You're taking a break and you're taking a second to give yourself time to rest, in essence. It's the spaces between that make the most difference. It was that space between me learning about my spiritual growth and expanding and then actually being my spiritual growth and expanding that made the huge difference. And that was the dark night of the soul for me. And I went through, you know, little small periods that I wouldn't really consider after, you know, I learned what the dark night of the soul was and like that whole process. There were little periods where I started feeling it again, but I knew what it was. So I was like, OK, let me take a break. OK, let me take a vacation. You know, okay, let me, you know, rest a little bit. And for me personally, like, even to tie in astrology, like, I'm an Aries sun and I'm a, a Leo rising. 
Like I have double fire. That's action. That's like constant action. No breaks. I didn't know what that was. But then I also learned, you know, that my moon sign is a Libra. It their Libra is balance. And I can't always be working. I can't always be on the go. I have to balance it out with some fun, some rest. Something that will take me out of what I'm constantly doing. And I will encourage, you know, everyone, if you're going through the dark night of the soul, if you feel like you're in this period to, you know, do a little bit of research in your astrology. That'll help. That'll ha- that helps me a lot as well. Help me to understand more of who I am and how I move and shape. And not just your sun sign, but the big three, like your sun, your moon and your rising. And it'll kind of let you know who you are, like what type of person you are, like what type of energy that you have. So anyway, guys, I'm going to keep this one. Um, This one isn't going to be as long, but um, I just wanted to put this out there, the whole dark night of the soul thing, because. That was a rough, rough, rough period for me. Like, it just really was. And I think the part that made it so rough is that I had nobody around that could explain to me what was going on. I had never heard of it. I just didn't know what it was. And had I had someone to tell me, like, hey, you're going through the dark night of the soul. You're going to be fine. Just take a break so you can process everything that's going on. It would have helped. And those, and the only thing that really gave me a little bit of, like, there's a light at the end of this tunnel was those two people was Victor and Trevor on YouTube. It it really gave me some insight on, you know, what was happening, but I don't know them. Like I just found their asses on YouTube, you know, but had I had somebody a little bit closer that say, Hey, you know, this is where you're going through, blah, 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 blah. It would have helped out a lot. So, That's why I'm putting this out there. If you're going through something similar or if you think you're in the dark night of the soul, um, just know that you're going to get through it. But the best remedy, the best uh, tool to help you through it is to give yourself time to process. Because you're changing. And I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are hitting their dark night of the soul or hitting that transitional period right now just because. Everything is just changing globally. You know, I'm going to keep saying that shit because it is, it is. It's just happening. We're going through such a big change transition. I feel like the damn world is going through the dark night of the soul right now. That's kind of crazy to think about, but that's that's how it looks. It's just a huge transition, transitional period. And the old things, and just like when I was going through it, the things that were old to me that I had been used to and doing for so long were no longer working for me, were dying off. Which means those parts of me were dying off. That's rough. Any kind of death is going to be rough. Or challenging, I would say. It doesn't have to be rough if you know and understand what it is. But it's a challenge. It's a metamorphosis. 
That's why the butterfly goes into a cocoon. Like its whole entire genetic structure, its cells, everything about the butterfly changes when it goes into a cocoon. It comes out a different, a butterfly and a caterpillar are not the same thing. They're two different creatures. And it's in that space of the cocoon where it gives itself a rest. It gives itself a, a moment away from life to allow itself to uh, transition into a butterfly. And it's just like with me personally, I can say like I was in a caterpillar phase of my um, my awakening stage where I was just eating, eating. Because that's what caterpillars do. They just eat. They eat, 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 eat. And they get fat. And they store up all the energy that they need to transmute and to transform and metamorphosize themselves. Because they need it. And that's what I was doing. I was just eating. I was in my little caterpillar Awakening phase, I was just eating, eating knowledge, eating wisdom. Eat, 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 eat. That's all I was doing. And then when it came for me to get in my cocoon phase, I was just like, what the fuck is this? No. And I, you know, I resisted it for a while, which made it worse, but you don't have to. Butterflies just know. Get they get their ass up on a branch or whatever they get on. And they create their little cocoon and they just go in it and then they come out a butterfly. That's what's happening. And I also feel like you go through several metamorphoses throughout this journey. You don't just go through one metamorphosis. Metamorphosis? Metamorphosis? Whatever. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. You don't just go through one. You go through many. So anyway... Um, I'm going to wrap that, this one up here. Uh, if you're going through your dark night of the soul or if you're going through a metamorphosis period, uh, reach out. Let me know how that's going for you. I just be 412 at gmail.com and um, get, you know, get support. It's support. Talk to it. And that's one thing that I wish I would have done more is talk to um, people around me about it that did understand. You know, some people didn't understand what I what, what I was going through because they just didn't understand my journey. But there were a few people that I could have like expressed a little bit more how I was feeling and what I was going through. Um, you know, so the people that you trust, the people that you really do have in your corner, um, if you're going through that, talk to them. You know, let them know how you feel, so that you don't feel so alone. Because that feeling of being alone of like feeling like you're the only one going through that. Like, I feel like that was the worst part of it. And I'm here to tell you that you're not, you're not alone in the process. I've gone through it. I may go through it again. Um, who knows? But there are other people out here that go through it. So you're not just alone and you're just not just crazy or losing your shit. Or you're not doing anything wrong. All right. So that's all I got for today. Keep vibing high. Keep transforming. Keep awakening. Keep doing your thing. Keep getting better. Keep getting bigger, expanding. Sending everybody lots of love and light in this time. And I will check y'all out on the next podcast. Peace.